There's this thing, hold on, real quick. Give me, give me like 15 seconds before we record. There's this thing called sexual energy that you could like transform. Like a lot of important people be doing it, jo uh, Steve Jobs, like a lot of like big niggas. So what they do is they use this sexual energy to inspire, like it goes up their spine. <laughs> He said, yeah, these are this is what niggas are currently doing. I said, I, I thought the same thing. Yeah, I said, bro. <laughs> No, no, listen. So basically, because it makes sense, bro. Like when you ejaculate, bro, you pass out. It's literally like we're built to, it's because we're cognitive beings, but we're built to procreate, right? Okay. So when you bust that nut, bro, like what you want to do? You just want to pass out. You don't want, you're not inspired to do anything else. <laughs> so like when you're horny and then you use that energy to inspire you, bro, like I felt that shit sound like. You know, like, it obviously is going to help you want to go smack your girls because you're trying to bust a nut type shit. But, like, you just use that energy, bro, the sexual energy, and you transform it, bro. It's a whole nother inspiration. I was doing that shit for, like, two weeks, bro. Like, niggas was motivated and shit. So, like, you were motivated so this to man, masturbate? This man stopped. No, I was he... motivated to wake up at 6 in the morning and do my morning reading. <laughs> Instead of waking up to fap. Type shit. Like, oh, I was, you know, I was on stuff off the stand, you feel me? That joint was hard, so you know, I was like, man, he already know how that six, yeah. You know, I had it, like, I had it, yeah. Do so. you guys agree? I don't, hey, look, I mean, well, I mean, look. I don't think they've ever done I'm it. I'm a firm believer of fapping and tapping. It's okay. It, it is what it is. No, Sometimes you just gotta. Stop, bro. <laughs> I didn't know this is how we're. This is a walk. Hey, yo. Okay, uh, this is. I'm just to put you on the game after this joint, bro. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Let's 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 cut it. Let's cut it. Let's cut it. Let's cut it. All right, bro. Y'all are. This is reckless. I didn't know this is how you want to be introduced, fam. Like this is how you came on the joint. Talk about fapping, right? Nah, ain't no time step. Boy, we rolling with this. Thank you for the content, King. Oh, I mean, speaking of execution, let's execute it then. thinking when you were like writing this joint i knew you know so when i wrote this song execution <clears throat> this song is basically about me you know i'm a big firm believer in word is bond so it's like if you hear the hook you feel me like fame might cause a rift i just hope we never part okay. you know naturally us as human beings when we see our like, you know, your friends, people around you, when they're doing great things, success, you know, unfortunately, naturally, we tend to envy that. Because, you know, we're like, we could do that, you know, da 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 So it's awesome, like, you know, fame might cause a rift. I get it, but I just hope you don't part. Mm. You know, when you look this good, you're going to run, you know, you're going to break some hearts. Okay, you're going to run through some shit. And it's shit. like, you've always known that, like, this music, this music stuff was, my, you know, I wanted this forever. Mm -hmm. So you knew this from the start. You know, find me on the clouds, just in case I miss the stars. Is me saying like, you know, just in case I'm the A-list. You know, you can find me on the clouds rolling some dope. <laughs> okay. So it's like, but this song is basically about me. Um, 
focusing on my dreams and aspiration and executing that and how people gonna act, you know, once all that comes into full fruition. Wow. This song is called Execution and that is the lead single off your album, right? Yeah, it's the lead single right. off my um project is coming but it just came out actually. Can I interject real quick? Yeah. Before we get off who are you? Oh, <laughs> not, not facts. Who we, are we you? Did, <laughs> we started to judge without no interaction. The man like, came on talking about how he, the masturbation <laughs> energy and switching it up. Good. So. It's all good. It's all good. You know, I got to use that energy and I'm going to let y'all know who I am. You know, it's your boy Wavy Dave. Um, I'm an artist, former scholar. Uh, I said former scholar. I like that. Yeah, you know, former right. scholar, you know, I try to inspire to inspire, and yeah, it's that, pretty much Wavy Dave. Yeah, that's not uh, Wave Dave or Dave Wave. You feel me? It's <laughs> Wavy. Wavy Dave. W-A-V-Y, because we don't do no E's in the Wavy, and D-A-V-E. This is our first interviewee. We had to do this right. I'm honored, man. I'm honestly honored, man. Thank you guys for having me on this show. You guys are doing a fantastic job. And Mr. Two Times, you ready to kick this off? I mean, I've been kicking it off. Selena, you all right over there? You didn't even let the people know, like, how you feeling? I thought we were letting Dave introduce himself, so... All right, this is Selena. Selena with the always nice demeanor. Okay, and your boy T back. Here. All right, so let's let's get to the malarkey. Um, So, look, fam. Valentine's Day was just like not too long ago. Uh, you had a special yeah. someone you uh, yeah big superstar. Since you've been working on this project really hard, I know that there may be somebody in your corner ruining you on. You wait, you do something for Valentine's Day? I wouldn't say she ruined me on. Uh, if she ruined nah, you on or uh, leading you on, right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, <laughs> Conflicting schedules, so mm. we had to do it uh, a little early in the week, but we okay. just had a slight little dinner. Me and my little, I don't even know what to call her, but yeah. Oh? I mean, I want to call her my boo, but you know, I'm not going to claim someone who don't want to be claimed. Right. <laughs> Yo, man. You right, like, you right. You know how Facebook people be in a relationship and be with nobody? I mean, that job be one side. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in high school, somebody came up to me there like, Yo, when I was there, uh, White Joy. They were like, yo, Tyler, how come you in a relationship with yourself on Facebook, bro? That joint killed me. <laughs> I was like, you ain't, accept, you ain't accept my request. Is there something going on? Hey, man. But, uh, you still with that girl? Nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> True. But why'd you start rapping initially? Oh, man. You know, the funny thing is, I didn't even want to be a rapper. So, uh, I'm from Sierra Leone. So, you wear uh, diamonds are forever. You already know. I come from a very rhythmic background, so growing up, we always, when the family would get together, we would have, like, dancing competitions, we'd have singing competitions, so I've always kind of been oriented around it, but, you know, we grew up in an age where pop was kind of the primary genre, like, it's really now that, like, hip-hop's, like, the main genre, so I actually didn't really want to start rapping, I kind of wanted to be in a boy band. (laughs) That is wild. Nah, I'm serious because like I learned how to play some strings. Um, I learned how to play piano. Like that oh, was so just kind of musically inclined. I try to be, yeah. And then um, it was kind of funny. It was my one friend Emily Kong. It was like freshman year. She didn't like set it off, but it's kind of funny looking at it in retrospect. I was uh, shout out Emily. Hey, shout out Emily Kong. She's actually a former Towson alumna. But uh, yeah, I was rapping um little one. I think it's called Right Above It. And then she goes, Yo, you could really rap. And um. Uh, I'm like, oh, no, it's not me. It's Lil Wayne. She goes, no, but your demeanor, you can't, it's da 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 And I'm just like, you know, but I brushed that off, you know, mm. I was like 14. Mm. And, it's a um, silent affirmation. Yeah, but what really made me want to get into it is that, um, <clears throat> no shade, I was seeing people who were actually doing it, 
And I was just like, I cannot only do it, but I truly believe that I could do it. I don't want to say better, because music's right. subjective, but I feel like I could do it more efficiently. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends are telling me, you know, we, you know, freestyle in the hot box, freestyle in the crib, they're telling me, like, out of all people, like, you're the one who actually needs to be actually trying to take it right. serious to make it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like getting an affirmation from those around me and whatnot, it kind of made me, you know, I had nothing to lose and everything right. to gain, so I just figured, why not? Who inspired you? Like, what do you, who, what artists are you listening to or... <clears throat> Would you say? I mean, I, know, I heard you mention Lil Wayne, so yeah, obviously you were. I was a big Wayne head growing up. Um, <clears throat> I like Drake. I like Kanye. <laughs> Amen. There's one name on that list I heard. Musically, we'll talk about the other stuff on a different day. Uh, I was a big Mac Miller fan, still into this day. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I like Jay Z. I like him musically, but more so like the mindset, the ideology mm. on how he moves himself in this industry. Mm. If you don't, if you're not sharp. You can get finessed very easily. And right. it's like everybody, it's like a limelight in this industry. So you got to kind of figure out how you're going to get longevity. So it's certain moguls like um, Jay-Z. He's a little iffy, but I kind of <laughs> like, you know, the longevity he's had. Mm-hmm. T.I., you know, being able to put on artists like Travis Scott. And right. See what he's been able to do. So it's kind of a certain artists like that. Okay. 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 Um. So, you know, being that, you know, had to essentially, you know, write this project, right? You wrote it 100% you, right? Yeah, me and Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> me and Quentin. Hey, cool it, cool it, cool it. But, um, so you don't have a writer, essentially. I don't have a writer, but when I'm in the studio, I do like to have a group of people with me that I trust their oh, writers. second opinion. I wouldn't say really, I guess you could say, I wouldn't say writers, honestly. I would just say like, you know, it's kind of weird, this whole ghostwriting thing, because it's, it's a very thin line that you can kind of go over. But mm-hmm. it's like, if I'm spitting the line and I'm like, I am big balling, popping tags, now we're riding tight, you know, and then you come up to me, you'd be like, nah, you know, you should drop the eye. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like you're giving me your two cents. Right. Like, so I happen to be able Music to is a collaborative process. It is, right. it is. From the production to the kits that you're getting mm-hmm. to me, you know, lingo with the engineer to me, you know, getting my two cents from my fellow artists yeah. that, you know, I trust their opinions, so... I mean, you, you've written songs for people, right? So I feel like... Um, you know. Oh, snap. I, want, I, ain't, I ain't even want out of it. Cool it, cool it. But, <laughs> I mean, all right, let's get into it. Uh, so, Wavy Season 2. What essentially sets Wavy Season 2 from Wavy, Wavy season, season 1? And can you go into an explanation of this cover art? Okay. So, first and foremost, what sets this apart is I feel like in Wavy Season Volume 1... I was just kind of showing people, like, what I could do okay. as an artist. You know, giving them, like, just a little taste of a little bit of everything. And I just feel like Wavy Season 2, I dropped a project in between called Love Sucks, Life Goes On. How do you feel about that? I actually like that project a lot. Um, the reception was kind of, I wouldn't say iffy, because I did make that project to cater more to the female demographic, and that was a success. Okay. But um, I feel like, the contrast between Wavy Season 1 and Life Sucks or Love Sucks Life Goes On was Wavy Season 1 had more of a modern sound so it was more easy to listen to but with Love Sucks Life Goes On I really had to push myself as an artist Mm -hmm. to vibe on different beats but to somewhat have the balance to have the tape sound cohesive Mm -hmm. but my main thing is I feel like I took a lot of my learning experiences from Wavy Season Volume 1 
Love Sucks, Life Goes On, and I kind of was able to, like, Combine. Yeah. Okay. And then come up with this. And, you know, it's just different experiences. Um, these last, like, I probably spent about 14 months recording this, and these last 14 months have been, like, one hell of a ride. You know, mm. um, I've been at the top of the mountain, and I've been at the bottom of the pit, and different relationships, good and bad, the influence I was able to take from it. Uh, I really feel like that is what's really going to help me will help this project stand apart from the rest of my body's work. Okay. So, what's what's good with the cover art? It's very dope cover art, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. Could um, you explain it, though? So, the cover art is basically... One thing I really wanted to hit, I guess, because it's kind of like a concept project. What I wanted to tackle was vulnerability, transparency, mm. and reflection and projection. Okay. So, when you take a look at the cover art, you see a skull and some birds. The skull represents me being transparent with my audience. Mm. You know, there's a couple of tracks where, like, a lot of people, they don't like to talk about themselves, but I took some time and I dove in and I try to focus on myself, certain things I don't like, certain past experiences, and that's just me just being transparent. Mm. And then the birds kind of represent the people around me, whether it be women in my past life, <laughs> friends in my past nah, life. Nah, keep, keep it a stack. It's for these birds out here. I mean, you know, <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but... Nah, but the birds kind of represent all the people who've kind of come and go in my life, but mm. have left an everlasting impact. Okay. Ooh. And that's just kind of, the feel represents me just being free, finally being able to, like, be transparent. Vulnerability. The, you mentioned that. You actually have a song named Vulnerability. I do. Uh, let's, let's get into a slight dub of that um, real quickie. Vulnerability. <sighs> Is it hard for you to be vulnerable, bro? I'm one of the... I feel like I'm one of the few... I don't want to say few, because there's billions of us on this planet. But I actually love being a vulnerable person. I see a lot of value in being vulnerable. A lot of people, they're kind of scared, because it's like, you know, you wear your heart on your sleeve, and anything mm-hmm. kind of goes. Right. But I, I'm a very emotional person. I'm a very passionate person. And I feel like with that comes vulnerability. So, uh, I'm a very vulnerable person, but I don't think being vulnerable is a bad thing. I think the hardest part about being vulnerable is that disconnect you you may face. So for I know Celia and I were we're discussing this. We're watching a video on vulnerability and the difference between people that are vulnerable and that are who aren't. The difference between people who are vulnerable and those who aren't vulnerable is the courage to be able to um, embrace that disconnection with other people mm. because when you're vulnerable you, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt can you elaborate on the disconnection so when you're vulnerable right you're looking for somebody to connect with you okay. so if I'm telling you a story I want you to be empathetic if I'm telling you my deepest darkest stories I want you to be empathetic like yeah li- you're listening you feel me like yeah active listening sometimes when you're vulnerable people are like they shoo you off a little bit or they, they, they don't really so it's unreciprocated yeah, yeah. It's unreciprocated energy right right so I've, I've uh, poured out my heart to you, 
And just by your reaction, there can be that disconnect. Right? And so now you're like, if he doesn't feel that way or she doesn't feel that way, who's going to feel that way? Exactly. So I think personally for me, being vulnerable, I guess, I wouldn't say I'm vulnerable. I mean, I feel like it depends who you are, right? My boys, I can be vulnerable with y'all, but new people, I can't be vulnerable because I don't know how they're going to yeah, definitely yeah. takes a while to right. essentially break that uh, barrier down, mm-hmm. um, and it's like, cause once we once we're here, uh, okay, I guess we're locked in. But if you do something that you know hinders me breaking that wall down, another wall comes up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So an it's like an wall. even stronger wall. Right. So it's like, no, nah, it's really hard to be vulnerable, man. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's like you're taking a chance. Nothing's mm. guaranteed. Exactly. Like you're putting your heart in your sleep and you're just hoping word to you that somebody connects with you. So I understand why a lot of people, you know, they don't really wanna I guess embrace or explore their vulnerability because yeah. it could be a very lonely journey sometimes. Right, right. And you don't really know when you're gonna snap in and out of it. Certain people might be ten minutes, certain people might be vulnerable for a year. Right. Because you never know what different people go through. Mm. Right. And not only that that looking for that seeking that connection is the way others may receive it, yeah. right? Because you're you're vulnerable with your audience, right? So like you've put right. essentially, I guess you're, I don't want to for lack of a better term, your heart and soul into the album, right? Yeah. So it's like, all right, what if you put this music out and it doesn't receive the validation you were essentially seeking? Are you wavy, Dave? Okay with that? Knowing like, okay, I still did this for me. I've come to terms and um, I've accepted people for who they are. Okay. People just, we're, we're natural, we're going to be fickle. Uh. So I, you know, when I put this work in, when I'm spending this money, when I'm making this time to create this project, you know, I, I obviously I believe this is my best work. Mm. And I've come to a place where I don't really see too much outward validation. Ah, uh, that's good. I, I kind of know, like, how people are. Like, we're very lost as people because it's like we're literally people leading people. You know Essentially. I mean? right. So it's like when it comes to music, like, people might think it's good or they might da-da-da-da-da. It might take, like, somebody who just so happened to have a bigger presence to be like, yo, listen to this. And then everybody likes it now. Facts. You know what I mean? So, like, I kind of already know the nature of the game. So, I, you know... I'm not going to stand here in front. Like, I'm a human. I'm going to take it personal. But, like, I've learned to, like, understand, like, people will be people. And, right. And, like, my time will come. So. Mm. But even being in your artistry and understanding, I mean, myself as a uh, an artist as well. So, like, have you, you ever... Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, you ever feel as though, like, you know, the social... I'm a huge ass, fan. The, <laughs> gosh. No, I'm serious. Like, you were one of the few who, like... Appreciate yeah. it. Cool it, cool it. Um... If you know, you know. Coming soon. I'm sorry. But this is this is definitely the way the wavy season. You know, wave. I be. That's what we're riding. Right, standing man. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Stan. Hey, shout out, Stan. And like for the facts. We we really appreciate you. Um, making come alive. Uh, but essentially, um, so who do you believe your audience is, and what can your audience expect from this project? I personally believe, coming from like. I'm a very diverse person. I draw influences everywhere. I, you know, I'm from the Montgomery County area of Maryland, so like it's an extremely diverse area. Mm. I believe that my audience truly are people who grew up in the middle class, whether it be the lower middle class mm. or upper middle class. Like I just feel like. 
kids who grew up in the suburbs, like, I'm, like, that's the audience I'm really trying to appeal to because I come from that. You know, I feel like with music, it's often, like, it's either you had to get it out the mud or you've been flashy your whole life. Essentially. So there's no, like, middle ground for right. people like us. So, you know, uh, my parents did well growing up. You know, we had everything we needed, you know, lived comfortably. But it's, like, it's kind of weird when you come from a middle class because people are like, oh, why do you want to do that? You could have went to college. Okay, right. Da, da, da. You know, versus when you're rich, it's like, okay, he has money, you can do whatever he wants. When right. you're poor, it's like, all right, well, you got to hit the lottery. Mm-hmm. When you're in the middle, it's just like nine to five, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. You know, I see my parents, um, I know it's just like tangent, I don't mean to get off topic, but I see my parents grind, do the whole nine to five thing, you know, do the, and it's just like, yeah, they make good bread and this, but they're still complaining. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of me seeing things like that. I feel like one thing about me is, I'm extremely relatable because I don't want to project something that I've not experienced or that is not of me. Mm. And a lot of people, when they listen to music, I get it. You know, they want to escape. So sometimes you might not want to listen to your reality. Mm. But I feel like once you full circle, you come to terms, and that's you where realize the, the that the like, transparency right, and the vulnerability comes, comes from. To term, that's me. the overall message of your yeah. project, right? Essentially, um, pretty then. much. Yeah, honestly, it's just it's it comes from different aspects. It's okay. like. Certain people might take it as braggadocious. Certain mm-hmm. people might take it as um, maybe slightly overly hypersexual because there's uh, a lot of sexual references and stuff like that. Amen. Certain people might take it as, um, you know, okay, this guy is spitting. Okay, like I like what he's saying and okay. stuff like that. You know, like I said earlier, music is extremely subjective, and mm. I've come to terms with that. But it's like, I. I lost my train of thought. But. So, with, with that being said, do you feel like the subjectivity of music, do you sometimes put yourself in a kerfuffle where you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be as hypersexual or I shouldn't be as vulgar because I don't want to scare off this This Personally, group. I would say for me, because like, that was an issue for myself because it's like, damn... Yeah, community. This is this exactly, but this is also imminent and happening now, Mm -hmm. or you know what I'm saying, or at some point in time I've experienced this. So it's like, if I want to convey that, I'm gonna have to convey that, and sometimes the song may get there, bro. But I've just come to terms with music being subjective. I make lifestyle music, Mm -hmm. so if you live the lifestyle. Or if you live the lifestyle, or you want to live the lifestyle, mm. and I feel like you really grab you gravitate. Right. Okay. If you if you don't live it, you won't understand it, and I can't be mad at you for that. Right. You know what I mean? So what what like do you believe? People might say that um oh it's hypersexual, but I can't help it. Like those are where some of my inspirations came, came from. from. Certain people might say oh he's vulgar, but it's my art. That's how I feel like expressing right. myself in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. So that's just kind of how I battle I battled that vulgar thing too, essentially, because I went from essentially not rapping uh. Cursing in my raps to being like, fuck it, I'm gonna say what I want to say now. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, but what what do you believe sets you apart? Um, from the DMV, you know, the DMV is known for its sound. It's it's I guess you know that punch in that punch that sound. You know what I'm saying? Like we, I think we've we've coined that. Um, but you said what, Tala? I thought the DMV was known for like your license and everything. Sorry. 
Uh, just repeat a little bit what you said to jog my memory. I was saying, uh, what do you believe like sets you apart? Okay. I love the DMV and everything it has to offer, but I feel like we as individuals, we are too narrow-minded. Mm. You know, we see one person do it a certain way, and we're just like, all right. That works. The That's the formula. Yeah. And it's just like, things are going to happen differently. I personally, and I don't mean to come off as arrogant or braggadocious, I say this with the most humility. I just believe that I make music of the world and not for the DMV. So I feel like that's what's going to essentially set me apart. Uh. And just when I got into it, you know, I just came in with the mindset that, you know, and I, it's weird because, like, I don't really, you know, I get support in the DMV, but, like, a lot of, like, my cities, it'd be, like, New York, it'd be, like, um, sometimes, depending on the month, it might be L.A., sometimes mm. it might be Boston, so it don't even be from my hometown. Uh. And it's, like, I get it because, you know, I'm not making the typical punchline kind yeah. of thing, I'm not making trap, and it's cool, but, like, I don't want to be a DMV artist, I'm trying to be an international artist. There's a crab in the bucket mentality yeah. here. So it's just, like, I personally just feel like just my content me being ex- extremely transparent in my lifestyle and, mm. you know, day in and day out, that's what essentially sets, you know, me apart. Bro, your ability to even get there is far amongst others. It already sets you apart. You're, yeah. you're but, already talking on shit that like, niggas aren't talking about. I feel about. a lot of people, because, like I said, we're people leading people, so uh, all we can do is just follow the next man sometimes. Essentially. Like, I get it, like, when a lot of people, you know, they might not even be about this trap life, or they might not, because, you know, I feel like the DMV, outside of, a lot of artists like, you know, Wale or Rico Nasty or Shy Glizzy were kind of known for trap rap, but I'm cool with that. You know, it's cool. Mm. It's nice to bring to and whatnot, but I feel like a lot of people, they might feel like that's the only way out. Right. So I feel like I'm providing a whole nother, uh, just a whole nother avenue mm. for people who, you know, grew up in the middle class, people who aren't a trapper, people who aren't, who won't resonate. You know, yeah, it cranks, but they don't resonate with it. Right. I'm creating that, like, that sound that, like, I've experienced this. I know what he's talking about. Like, mm-hmm. I could really resonate with this. So mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, when it all comes down to it, that's what really sets me apart. And just one more thing I want to uh, just touch on, you know, I just feel like what's in the DMV, you know, I do get some support, but I feel like the reason why I don't really get a lot of button support is because I just feel like I'm making some transcendent, like, art. Mm. And normally when you first get started, you know, nobody has ever seen something like this before. Right. So it's like, we don't have history to tell us how it's going to part off. So mm. people fear what they don't understand Under- at first. Okay. So I just feel like... It's a very good perspective to look at. When it all comes down in like two, three years, when things finally fall into place and whatnot, like, that's why I'm extremely confident. I don't have like no worries when people be fickle because I know how people are and I've accepted people for mm. who they are and whatnot, so... But, like, going back to, like, support, um, I mean, how do you feel about that? Uh, like, I know, I mean, I guess we're knowing, I guess, the, the behind the scenes, essentially, like, yeah, you support, like, you support those, and you're, like, you know, working with artists, and, like, you you know, you, you have people, like, you, you, you run with, essentially, right? But, like, being in the DMV... And how everything's so sectioned off, and how everything is essentially like okay, like the DMV's known for trap sound, and mm-hmm. you're not with that sound. How is it that you? How is it that you keep your support from those who aren't even necessarily from here? Because if everyone here is not even fully supporting to the best of like I guess their capabilities, I'm locked in with some artists. Uh, kind of, I wouldn't. Let's focus more on like the northeastern region. I've created some relationships with mm-hmm. a couple artists, and it's like. They just get it. <clears throat> like, I don't have to, like... You know, good music is good music, in my opinion. So, okay. it's just, like, I don't really feel the need to, like... 
kind of like press the support but I love the support of course who wouldn't like I'm trying to like you know reach higher heights and whatnot but like it, you know it's encouraging when I hear like some artists out in New York they hear you know they hear my stuff and they're like yo I'm surprised you haven't even gone yet like, mm. this is some like you know this is top quality boy, uh, Danny 7k he makes music he's out Boston you know he's very locked in so what really is encouraging to me when it comes to the support is the outward support mm. and it's like I got people in Boston listening to me I got people in New York listening yeah. to me and I, I, I last time I've been to Boston I was like three right <laughs> so it's like the fact that the sound is traveling it's just like it just lets me know that like as long as I focus and try to produce efficient and good content, mm-hmm. then I feel like the support will just, you know, it'll come. It might not come when you want it to, mm-hmm. but, it, you know, once things come full circle, it'll be there. There was two things you I wanted to touch on that you said. So, with the trap thing, uh, how that's popular, <coughs> I think... <coughs> man over here died. Don't die, bro. The, the trap thing, since it's everybody's, you know... Indulgence to trap. I know we talked about this. It was episode three. Where we were talking about music. And we were talking about, like, Selena mentioned people ride the wave. You ride the wave until you make it. So you got to yeah, fake it until you make it. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> it, it, yeah, how are you doing with that? Because, you know, you they know, say you have to stay consistent, right? The funny thing is, when it comes to the trap thing, I actually I have a song called Alpina on the tape. And... It's kind of, I wouldn't say, it's kind of trap. Like, I try to, like, ride a little bit of the DMV flow. I'm, I'm not really capping on the track, you know, on the track and whatnot. I do have friends who are in that lifestyle, and I do uh-huh. see it. So it's just, like, I could kind of, on this track, per se, like, I was able to, you know, garner some influence or whatnot. But as far as, you know, it's, like, weird, because, like, this music stuff, man, you got to kind of... It's looked at in two ways. It's either looked at as an art mm. or a business. Mm. Ah. So you got to kind of come up... If you want to look at it as an art, when it, anything comes to art, you got to stay true to yourself. All right, you can't have the art but have a little bit of business as well? Oh, you can, for sure. But it's really hard to like... Because then you feel like you're compromising yourself. Okay. You know what I mean? But if you're if you're in the mindset like, yo, this is a business. I'm trying to run up these M's. Uh-huh. I don't care if I'm capping. Then, you know, more power to you and whatnot. Like, you saw it as a business and that's the avenue. So I just feel like in regards to the whole riding the wave thing, you just kind of have to sit back and think like, is this Ooh. art or is this business? You so know? so what are you here for? Right, it seems like you're here for the longevity. I'm here for the longevity. I'm not going to sit here in front like the perks don't sound nice, you know, uh-huh. the money, the traveling, you know, the women and all that and whatnot. But like, when it comes down to it, like, Music brings me so much peace of mind, and it's my serenity. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like if I had to choose whether or not it was a business or an art, it's always art to me. And what what you were talking about support earlier, I I was wondering, like, do you feel envious sometimes of other people's support that are booming in the DMV? Because, like you said, keep it like, a buck. You, I gotta you, keep it honest. Of feel... course, I'm a human being. Um, right. You know, I see fellow artists, and some can even be, like, my man, and sometimes I got to catch myself, I'm like, yo, like, my energy ain't right, like, I'm supposed to be happy for this person, da 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 But it's that, that it's, social comparing, it, it kind of makes you do that. No, nah, yeah. it's just the day and age that we live in, like, it's not so much of how it sounds, it's so much of how, like, all right, is it getting the retweets, okay, is it getting the likes? How it looks. Yeah, how it looks on right. the surface, you feel yeah. me? So, like, when I see some of my, my peers and some of my friends, you know, they're doing well, like, I'm not going to stand in front of a human being. I tend to be a little envious, so, like, it does, you know, it kind of rubs me off the wrong way, because, you know, 
and when you come into this, it's a competitive sport. Like, I truly do believe that I am one of the best artists that are coming up in the DMV. I don't believe that I'm an up-and-coming. I believe, like, if you put all the artists in the DMV, I'm right there in the thick of them. But uh, I just feel... Check, check, please. I feel, <laughs> <laughs> Let them know. <laughs> you feel me. Uh, I just feel like I just bring so much to the table. So, like, when I go, when it goes underlooked, you know, I take it personal. Right. Even though it might not be mm. personal. And... Life gets rough. I take it for <laughs> Life gets rough. It makes an entire album about it. Right. No, I I feel you because just not even with music in general. Like with everything saying, we do, yeah. we look for that validation from support from your friends Sometimes and whatnot, support. and then we start to question it when we don't get that support and like, validation. Am like, right? am I doing it right? Yeah, am I doing it wrong? Well, again, but everyone, when it's always when it's your turn, that's when you feel it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because like when it's like, yo, what the heck? I, I'll I'll retweet this when I want to, but then it's like, all right, bro, I'm dropping today. I need you to go post this. You know what I'm saying? Right now, it's and, like and you lacking. It's weird. It's like, do you want genuine support? Because this is like support is support. That's a good question. You worried about genuine support? We're talking about the objective this is to get it out. Yeah, yeah. Was talking so it's just about, like any means. She was say she was telling me like. My brother, her brother, she, her brother be like, why don't you post me or like, you know, support even with this podcast? <laughs> why don't you post it, market it? And she's like, I'm not going to support something that I don't believe in or right. I feel like I'm not. What were you saying? I think the thing is that because what happened with my brother is he started a clothing brand. So like. You're it, saying this clothing brand was trash? It's not even about the clothing brand being trash because he explained it to me. The concept was there, but I wasn't really messing with the overall. You didn't resonate with it. It didn't. I didn't resonate. And, that's and like fine. he literally, he was all like, because my sister bought it out of okay, she has the money to buy it. Me, I don't buy just anything. Like for me to buy it, I have to 100 percent like it. If I don't fully endorse it, even if you're family, I don't care who you are, I can't do it. <laughs> and he was very upset. But at the end of the day, I feel like what it, he was upset, but I couldn't fully understand that because it's like why would you want me just to wear it to wear it to like let no. people know like i get that but like i can't i personally won't support unless i 100 percent agree with it to the core that's crazy like, so it has me you're not so you're what you're saying is you're not gonna hit wavy dave with the repost if unless you fully, I, unless you fully I, support. i'm not gonna lie he's right in front of me i'm gonna look him in the okay. eyes and say yes i'll if i listen to your album and i said wow this is good i'm gonna retweet it i'm gonna make sure people know but if i listen to albums like all right, this is cool, but my passion is why? Why yeah, would I? I'm sorry. I want. I want support. the next. I no, want the next. Support is not support. See, that's support crazy. is not support. That's go back crazy. To the whole support thing. The genuine. See, there's like a couple aspects of support. It's off some like, bro. If your friend is making rock music and you're not a rock artist, but like they're really rocking now, like I personally do believe you should throw that retweet because. Even though it might not be for you, it could be right. for someone it's else. Someone else. It's somebody else. That mm-hmm. is, someone that's when I say like, support, support. Because you don't want to be fake. Yeah, you, you know what fake support. Support. Mm. support is such a, like, and I just is, have thrown it. It's annoying because people will fake, they'll be like, yo, I've seen your podcast, like the, the check please and everything. I'm like, yeah, which episode do you listen to? They'll be like, <laughs> Alright, but that's selfish on you. Don't ask them what's uh, like you over here nitpicking no, at. Let them like small talk it. Let them small talk it. If you're gonna don't, nigga, you don't, know don't people do that. It. You small talk niggas at work all the time. What are you saying? No, but small my whole talk, thing don't, is, but if you bring it up and you tell me like, yeah, like that, your, yeah, your, yeah, your, yeah, 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 <laughs> now, now, you mentioned Wale earlier. He was. He said he was in New York. Somebody was like, "Wale, I'm your biggest fan. Can I get your autograph?" He's like, "They fought about 
my album or songs. They couldn't even they couldn't do it. That's actually kind of wild. I think I would be off that wave. Too. That's what I'm saying. Like people Boy, come up to you and they see they like I see you working. And all that. I feel for your brother because you be over here buying things from the thrift store that don't even look good, but you will buy Very subjective. (laughs) Very subjective. At the end of the day, I just feel like we all want support. (laughs) We all want support. That's 100%. Like anything that you do, you want to believe that people want to like obviously show it. You want, of course you want all my, all your friends. Like if I was doing something, which I do do things and my friends are like reposting or things like that, duh, I'm going to feel good. But it's like, if they choose not to, like I literally had a friend, I did a, I did a big project in my opinion to me and he didn't repost it. He didn't do anything. And I was hurt, but he genuinely told me, yes, Lene, I've been with you and everything you do, but I just wasn't it. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I had to respect it. Refer- and that's my man. That's my best friend. But if he wasn't feeling it, why would I? Why would I start forcing him to do something that he doesn't give? He doesn't have passion for. And it goes back to that fake support. Do you really want fake support? Nah, I, I do don't. you really want your your men lying I mean, to this, you saying, "Oh yeah, this yeah, is really good." Like, yeah, it's, it's different. It's different. No, no, but there's levels to it. It's different because there's the thing where like, if there's a certain standard that your man's is hitting consistently. But like you don't resonate with everything. Yeah. Like, bro, I like Drake, but I didn't like Money in the Grave. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I really hate that song. But like, <laughs> I could be like, yo, I know this is your vibe. Like, you know. So if your man's is consistently hitting that standard, mm-hmm. but, you know, you just don't like anything, like, you know, throw the retweet, you know, support. Because my whole thing is, it doesn't cost anything to support. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> all, it, it, all it is is a click. <laughs> Literally. And um, but there's a difference if you genuinely believe that your man's could like Make he has it. a way to yeah. go. You'll, you'll, you know, don't throw the retweet. Be like, yo, let me holler at you at the one on one. I've had men literally come to me be like, yo, you know, it might work for other people, but I like you know, I like when you switch your flows up. I like when you run with a certain flow longer. Mm. And you know, it's gonna be to each its own because everything is Fact. extremely subjective. It's gonna be hard to cater but to all of them. If you don't like something. You know, but it's your man's, like, don't just leave him out astray, like, it's two ways you could do it. Support goes, like, it's so many dimensions. If you really want to support your man's and you know this is how you feel, but he not it, be like, yo, bro, you not it, you can't rap on beat. Like, bro, your beat selection is crap. Like, if you really want to be about this, this Help is me you out. need to be. Yeah, you know what I mean? But you can't just be like, yeah, I'm trying to support, but yeah, I ain't like it, so, you know, I just left him out in the stray. Like, that's yeah. not how people grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Help so, me grow. The support is, even if it is, this isn't it. Help me make help it better. It, yeah, I mean? help me get to there. If, <clears throat> if you support me and this is my passion, you know what I'm saying? I say this, I, I want to make this my thing. Help me to get to that thing. You know, because you know? we can use your brother, for instance. Like, let's say he was bedazzling it or you didn't like how he was printing it. Just be like, yo, bro, I was wearing the shirt. I don't like cotton. It's itchy. <laughs> you know, I, I think you should try polyester. You know, like it's more smoother on the skin. You know, more people could, you know, it's certain ways. Like, support is so 360, man. Like, people see, like, a 15 degree angle of support and they be like well I don't fit in that 15 degree so like I guess I'm not supporting yeah. but it's like a whole 360 thing man like mm. if you really love somebody or you really like somebody you mm. want them to genuinely win I get it like it's hard to be there the whole way a part of the journey but if it just so happened that you're at the stop and you have some two cents to you know give you know mm. why not give it I feel like you see we're about to say something this is this is solid but let's um we can pick like for this. I was gonna say, um, you said if I don't fall into this fifteen percent rate, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not gonna support it all, right? So I feel like like what um, Wavy was saying because I completely agree. There are different dimensions to it. Like even if. 
a lot of people have clothing brands these days. Like even if you're, even if I'm personally not buying it because 100%, I grew off frugal, so I'm not buying clothes that's over twenty five dollars. <laughs> that's just how I was raised. I was raised to so nothing buy you own is over twenty five dollars. Nothing I own, I promise you, is over a certain amount. And if I did get it, it was off something like it was yeah. fluke, right? Whatever. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let me borrow it. Anyway, my whole thing is that like. There, there are different levels. Like, it's not just about buying. Like, supporting is obviously sharing. Like, if I know I personally can't afford to buy it or whatever like that, I'm going to make sure, I'm going to post it on my page, like, yo, support this person. Like, I feel like so long as you're letting there be an outlet where that person can be seen by somebody who could potentially want to financially support it or whatever type of support you want, then I feel like that enough is good support. Because my, my styling and fashion and everything like that, like, when I was, like, actively, constantly doing it, duh, I had people who were, like, posting me, like, wow, this is different. I actually had a lot of people hit me up like, wow, you need to style this and that. And then I also had other people who were just all like, bro, what are you wearing? Like, <laughs> I, would, I would say I'm one of the people. Bro, what are you wearing? Like, da, da, da. And the third, like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the she, right people will see your stuff. I believe right. that. You know what I mean? And I guess what I was trying to get into was, like, do you find this as a difficulty in your journey? It's just so weird, bro, because it's like... I personally believe it's such a 360 spectrum. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, we can go back to the clothing thing real quick. Like, you could be like, yo, bro, yeah, the hoodies are all right. You know, the hoodies are mid. You know, mm-hmm. it's not bad, but it's not good. But, like, honestly, you should do hats. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing hats. Right. Honestly, man, you should do sweatbands. Honestly, T-shirts are popping. The summer is mm-hmm. coming. Because, in a sense, we are all consumers. Right. So, yeah. our opinions kind of do matter because we're consuming. This is this is very true. But you have all these opinions in your head and it's like... I can't sell like, them all. Do I cater to this? Do I cater to this? Right. And nah, this might lead me astray. I've already got... I'm already grounded in what I think is good. And I'm, I got this good foundation. I got this great foundation. I got good reception right now. If it ain't... You know, if it ain't broke, don't don't fix it, it, right? Uh See, but I agree. So it just comes with knowing yourself and, like, what you want to accomplish. Give us three difficulties that you had in making this project. Before I get into this music, let me use this clothes thing as an example. Like, you know, you could be like, yo, bro, you know, you should make highs, you should make t-shirts. But if I'm trying to be a winter wear person, I appreciate your two cents, but I'm going to stick to the hoodies because that's my wave. Mm. That's what I'm trying to be on. When it comes to the music, man... It's just so hard because though it is my art, I'm giving a piece of myself to the world and I want the world to, to want me. It, right. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's it's weird because it's just like, for instance, one drastic contrast between Wavy Season Volume 1 and Love Sucks Life Goes On was the beat selection okay. and the content. A lot of people like Wavy Season Volume 1 because it was cool, it was more modern, they Better liked the beats. beats, you know what I mean? And a lot of the demographic I was targeting was women for the mm. second project and a lot of women did like it but a lot of guys were like yeah I didn't really like what she was talking about so it's just like the juggle between like finding a balance between okay I'm trying to satisfy this demographic and that but like I don't want this demographic to, to go complete. away you know uh-huh. what I mean and then I feel like another difficulty I, I came across was well you know we'll, we'll side note it's just trying to get everybody to come together mm-hmm. like whether if it's engineers producers everybody be on their own time yeah and i respect <laughs> and whatnot i feel like yeah, time, time nah nah i i don't think i've ever experienced difficulties as such as trying to get someone right? yes trying to get someone on the same wavelength as i am because bruh you understand everybody's on their own time bro you can set a time 
See, this is the target time, bro. And that target can be a missed target. Like, <laughs> so it's like, fam. Nobody like, respects time, bro. No. I, mean, I mean, you have some people that like are sticklers with time. Everybody worries about time when it's in... When it's in, when it's dealing with them, the yeah, no, and then it just moves your deadlines and then mm. it just moves everything back and whatnot. So I'm the type of person like when it comes to difficulties in music, I've I, I don't even look at it as owls or like unsuccessful. I learn from stuff. Yeah, but way season volume one, a valuable lesson I learned is I have to have the project done minimum a month ahead, ahead of time because I didn't even get to drop it on my set day. I had to drop it a day or two later. So that was one difficulty. That Although it's a slight difficulty, but it's. Yeah, but yeah. then I learned uh, what Love Sucks Life goes on. It's not like, you know, these aren't major, you know, it's learning experiences. That's mm. how I see it. You know, I established a release date, you know, November 3rd, and I wanted to stick with it because I didn't want my deadline to be moved. But then I kind of found myself kind of on the ridge mm. with a lot of friction trying to get what I wanted done. Yeah. So it's just kind of learning from it. Like, originally, I was supposed to drop this in December of 2019. Yikes. I pushed it back an extra two months just to make sure, you know. So it's just right. learning experiences. Because, yeah. mm. you know, once it's out, out forever as long as you want it to be right? so albums made right now let's talk wavy dave how did you engulf this persona how'd you walk into that like take me into wavy dave becoming wavy dave so one thing is in high school just growing up i've always felt like i was kind of like a needle in a haystack I just feel like, I mean, maybe everybody might feel like this growing up in the DMV because everybody's kind of clicky and doing their own thing. Yeah. So I kind of always felt like a needle in the haystack growing up. And then, like, once I graduated high school, I went through kind of a lot of ups and downs. And I just kind of set my... I didn't... It wasn't even, like, I want to be Wavy Dave. It was just things that I want to be in as a person, character. You know, I want to be more patient. I want to be more knowledgeable. I want to be more disciplined. So it's just knowing that, all right, this is the type of person I want to be. And how can I get to that level? Mm. And it's kind of like the whole Wavy Dave thing kind of happened like out of the air, you know. I had a friend. Did it come out of the air? Could have sworn. Nah. I was trying to get you to say it was me, but it's cool. <laughs> One thing I will give you credit for is you did solidify the Wavy part. Okay. Of, you know, my nickname is Wavy, so that's. I mean, your name is David. Dave is low key the nickname. Der- you know, der- but <laughs> deriving. How the name came apart was I used to work at Harris Teeter, and um, it was probably like around 2015, 2016. I used to rock the twist outs a lot, so a lot of people were like, Oh, that's wavy. Ah. Okay, it's wavy Davy, but I was just like, I don't really like wavy Davy. That's champ. So I kind of just dropped the E and wavy, and I just went with wavy Dave, and mm. that's kind of how that came, but like. That was just off the strength of my hair. There was uh-huh. no personality and no substance to that. Yeah, you weren't even was, rapping then, right? Yeah, I wasn't even all rapping right. at all. And it was just me just coming to terms of, okay, who have I always wanted to be? Growing up as a kid, like, what's something that I've always looked up to? So I just kind of took this upon myself to, like, all right, cool. Wavy Day is a cool name. You know, you're aspiring to be this kind of person. You know, you want your character to be a certain way. And it's just like, how can I engulf all these things into one thing? Mm. And the main reason why I really like making music, and I kind of like, I got like big goals and targets, because I want to show everybody that if I could do it, you can do it. Anybody could do anything they want to do. I'm a firm believer that like, if you want to be an Oscar winning uh, actress or actor, you could do it. If you want to win Grammys, you could do it. If you want to be a radio host, you could do it. If you want to be a teacher, you could do it. Mm. But nothing good comes easy. Because if it was easy, everybody would. Everyone would have it. 
Right. I f- niggas figure that out when they get into it. When they realize that, yeah, and I think I can thing. go make this song in five minutes. It nah, ain't really cool. five you minutes. You know, it's beginner's luck and da 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 yeah. and whatnot. And, but nah, like, after that, that runs out, you know, and then, like, you're like, yo, what happened? You know, I'm getting better as an artist, but, you know, my support's going down. Like, that's mm-hmm. when you kind of know, like, all right, is this what I really want to do? Am I built for this kind of thing? Mm-hmm. So, now with the whole Wavy Dave thing, like, just to sum it up, I just, Wavy Dave is kind of the person that I kind of always needed mm-hmm. up as okay. a kid. Mm-hmm. So and what what about Wavy Davis? What you needed? It's the confidence. It's right. just the confidence, the the reassurance within myself. Like, mm. I so are you to, not still David? <laughs> nah, I'm always David. First and foremost, I feel like everything kind of just coexists within me. It's just different parts might bring out you know different sides of me and whatnot. But you know, I don't even like when people call me Wavy Dave. You know, just I like the whole David thing. Cause, mm-hmm. But I just kind of feel like. I always, growing up in like an African household, it was kind of like what my parents said, you know, it was kind of like, if I did, you know, if it was aligned with what they did, then they kind of fed into my confidence, but if it didn't, it kind of derailed from my yeah. confidence, so it's like, Wavy Dave is like, in my opinion, if I could step out, you know, he's, he knows himself, he's confident, mm-hmm. he doesn't really look into others to, for like, okay, am I doing it right? Or affirmation. Doing it wrong? Yeah, yeah, affirmation, you know he aspires to inspire you know it's bigger than him like he understands that like in this world like we all need each other and it's bigger than it's, it goes beyond the music mm-hmm. you know, the music is just like a vessel that I can use yeah. to express that and to show others you know one form of delivery it. yeah but like all in all Wavy Dave is a person you know it's just somebody who's confident somebody who aspires to inspire somebody who just kind of wants to just do his part and if I can't light the whole world up mm-hmm. let me light my corner up and yeah. then light somebody up who's going to light the whole world up mm. so that's just kind of like what Wavy Day is all about and you know my lifestyle you know tends to be aquatic so that helps too so Wavy Dave Wavy Dave is about to step into the studio and like lay this verse how do you get into your bag I mean you got the Henny cup right now is that is that, is that, is that how you get into your bag my guy uh, I'm not really an avid drinker how I get into my bag is I like to practice a song a hundred times so I know it's to the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple energies that I do try to curate when I'm in the studio. Mm-hmm. So there's certain people I want in the studio with, with me. You. And there's certain people who I don't. That's fair enough. Yeah, I just want people in the studio who respects my artistry. I don't like when I'm in the studio and I'm trying to create and you're telling me, yo, do this, do this, because you don't, you don't know like what the is. Shut up, shut mean? up and listen. No, it's not just like that, but it's like, how are you going to tell me how to do something you haven't even seen it? Yeah. At all. At yeah. all. Yeah. You, know I mean? you don't know what the vision is, bro. You just yeah. hear. All right. Everybody has their own perspective no but i kind of i don't even like i don't like i don't like being high in the studio i don't like being drunk you know i just kind of like want to be with like my one or two good men who yeah. i know want to see me win and like if they do have some rebuttal i know like it's not awesome like they want me to be it's like not off some spiteful else. shit right. yeah or not yeah even off some spite yeah it just yeah. comes from like it comes from the heart yeah that could, that's like motivation you see your men over there yeah so i'm trying to show yeah. up <laughs> so how do you like let me show off real quick so look um success like you 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 you've done wavy season 1 you've done life sucks love is imminent or what is it it's like <laughs> love sucks life goes on okay so um that ain't that the truth but what does success like look like to you um with this project like congratulations on finishing it by the way cuz that's a, <laughs> a I understand itself, yes man. I understand 
You don't have um, any sound effects for clapping. You got sound effects for everything. <laughs> um, Alright. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, nah, success, it all depends on, like, the goals I've set for myself. Like, with this project, I have a lot of big goals for it. Because, you know, I did take some time and, you know, like, 14 months, that's a lot of time to just dedicate to, like, something. Granted, you know, I had other things going on. Mm-hmm. But to me, success is all about growth. You know, it's like, okay, like compared to, like, for instance, you know, like, I, I kind of felt iffy about Love Sucks, Life Goes On, but, like, Love Sucks, Life Goes On surpassed wavy season and streams and it didn't even hit a year. That's crazy. You know what I mean? So it's just like, when I look at it in that perspective, I'm like, okay, I'm growing, so, like, I'm getting closer to my goal, so, like, mm. I guess I'm slowly becoming successful. Right. I'm all, you know, it sucks, man. Nobody want to hear about the slow grind because, you know, that's not, it's not glamorous, but, like, mm. Unfortunately, man, I've I've just embraced the slow grind, and like as long as I see myself slowly progressing, then I feel like I'm attaining success as right. I go along. It's so, it's funny because, like, I didn't even think about success in that aspect. Like, oftentimes when we think success, we success we think numbers. It's like what? Uh, the check mark mm-hmm. <laughs> on uh-huh. Twitter. Instagram, so are you worried about the numbers? And you know. The thousands of people you you should be reaching, right? It's just certain. Uh, See, I've read. I remember I read this. I read this book. It's the art of not giving a f, and it's very cliche, but I feel like it has a lot of good points. So it brought a very good thing to help me put things in perspective. We, it's all about what we focus on. We could focus on the million people that love us, or we could focus on the seven billion people that don't like us. Mm. So it's just like there's this guy. You know, he was. Uh, you know, he's a lead guitarist in a band, right? And then they ended up doing, you know, hundred. It sold a hundred eighty million records, mm. yada yada yada, right? But he felt unsuccessful. He was, you know, I don't know the band because I don't remember how to read it. But he was originally part of Metallica. Okay. You don't even have to listen to rock, and you know who Metallica is. You know that, right? So the shirts <laughs> and all that. Yeah, Selena's punk rock ass knows Metallica. I think I remember. I think he was part of ACDC actually. Not at all. I know that. Yeah. Are you talking about Towson's ADC? No, I'm not. But <laughs> shout out them, though, man. Shout out them. Shout out legendary Mike, man. We finessed that, you know. But that's a different story. But I feel like it all depends on your perspective. Because if you're measuring up, you know, if you're selling 180 records, but Metallica selling a billion records, you might not feel successful. Mm. When you look at it like when you don't focus on the naysayers and you focus on who supports you, you're just like, yo, this is lit. This like, is growth. I can't believe I have a million people listening. Right, to me. right. I can't believe I sold 180 million records. But if you're comparing your success to others, man, you're only gonna. You're but only that's good that you're able to right. distinguish and do that. Focus can on the be good. Yeah, it all you know. Every I mean, in this life, I guess everything's subjective, and it's you know to each his own so it's just like to one person success might be the fact that they were able to get this project out right. to certain people success might be a million streams to certain people success might be you know I was able to do a tour so it just right. it, it varies per person I think I the same way you have you mentioned success is the same way I look at it like what in the aspect of goals when I reach a certain goal I consider myself successful at that point so I guess Success for me kind of does, you know, validation from certain people. Right? Yeah. Not from, like, the millions, but, you know, from your family, your friends. That's that validation I need. That's what you need. To, to affirm that I'm in the right track. Because they know where my heart is, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're trying to go. Right. Piggybacking so. off of that, um, I would say 
success looks like. Um, me being able to accomplish what I've set out to accomplish. Um, it doesn't necessarily... I'm not necessarily worried about numbers. Although the numbers can, you know... I, it's... I'd be a fool to say, like, right. you, that it's doesn't... It, you're going to yeah. look, you know Bro, what I'm saying? You want music and doesn't want to do the numbers. That's what I'm saying. On, I mean, is, is it about the numbers or is it I about... Mean, numbers allude to a lot of... I mean, not the person who's listening... I, I'm glad for the person who listens, you know what I'm saying? Who takes right. the time to actually listen. That's That's more... Of an accomplishment yeah. to me, then, I or like I could just be capping. No, no, no. On the no, low, no, I probably no, no, no. do really care. I mean, it is. I mean, it's, 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 all human. Like that person opened so many doors to a lot. You got a lot of people listening. Yeah. It's uh, telephone now. Yeah. Or not telephone. He says. She said. No mm. word of mouth. Yeah, yeah, word of mouth. That's what it is. Word of mouth. You tell him. I tell him. And then all it takes is one person. So it's not bad to be like, okay, I, I care about numbers because the more people it reaches out to, the more. The higher the chances, chance. and, yeah, yeah. way reach probability, to the right person. I feel yeah. like numbers, verifications, um, it's stressful as shit. Just, no, I mean it's stressful, but I just feel like those are just and then some. It's just perks and pluses. Right. I feel like when you're really in the art of whatever you want to do in life, it should just be focused on like I set my my mind on this goal. Stick to the passion. I tried my hardest and. I did it to the best of my ability. Yeah. And that itself is successful. Okay. To be able to say, you know, I want to do this, and you set on it, you was able to do and it. And you're doing it. Granted, you know, the results, you know. Vary. Like, <laughs> yeah, the results might vary. You know, like, I might drop this tape, and it might only get 10 streams, you know, but I will see it. 10 streams is OC. Not, I'm not, not a lot of time. other song. You if I get 10 streams on this, I'm like, I'm all y'all. That's right. That's You better get 10 streams the first minute. Like, like what? Right. Celia, what's success to you? Tell us, auntie. I feel like, um, you guys kind of said it. Success, honestly, to me, is like looking back at what I had written down, my goals and stuff like that, and then seeing how I've progressed. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say that I was making music or something like that, like, and, like, the first the first time that I made music, I was like, man, I just want one person to hear it, and then one person get, hears it or listens to it and likes it, then I feel like that alone, for me, would be successful. And it just builds from there. Like, you're not going to have the same goals. Mm. So, like, as you reach the goals that you had previously, it's like thinking retrospectively, wow, I was really wanting this and that to happen, and it happened. And then, like, there was something that, I forgot who said it, but what I was thinking in my head was with the whole numbers thing is that I feel like that's very subjective according to like what a person wants out of what they're doing. Like if all you want to do is be famous and be successful, numbers is going to be all you care about. Like Facts. you just, you want to make sure that it gets out there. Yeah, but I don't care what I say as long as the numbers Exactly. Say so long as the numbers make it. But me personally, especially with when I do the things that I do actively, like I feel as though like when I'm making art or creating what I want to create, my biggest thing is making sure that it touches somebody in a different way. Right. So when I'll literally have people like hit me off, hit me up off of like, wow, Selena, there was one time I forgot exactly what it was, but somebody DM me and basically said, wow, Selena, what you did, like, I really, I, it really pushed me like this thing that you did, like, it's making me want to aspire to do what, like, just basically they gave me a message and like that alone, that's the only thing I needed to feel like I accomplished something. Yeah. Like what, that's, that's all I needed. You want your success to create change. That's yeah. I wanted to be able to like touch the heart of somebody and like, uh, just like make something out, like have them feel like they're capable of doing something. Like I wanted to change at least one heart. That's literally one before I die. Heart. I want to change one heart, and I feel like one that's all. Heart. I'm good. Why don't you start with changing your own? Yeah, fast. Like, but no, no, I feel you. Know, I think, yeah, like 
the more I listen to y'all, your definition of success, the more like I start to fix my definition of success too because I do want to create change. I do want to grow. I do want to numbers as in people, the people I want to reach out to. Mm-hmm. So I think that is how I define success. Yeah. So. So then are you even going to listen to this man's project because i know how you be with well, she ain't uh, listen to thug yeah. <laughs> like they who wavy davy <laughs> i feel like the thing is that like i definitely i can f- be fake towards certain things but like if i see a person is trying and the dude is even t- this is the first time of me really i mean i know i'm just sitting back you guys are like uh she doesn't speak i'm really listening to what he says because like besides listening to it's a couple of a his singles Besides listening to a couple of his singles, I've never actively heard him say some of the things. Like, when he said that he's wavy days is what he needed when he was a kid. Like, I never heard him say that before. So, it's just, like, when you hear the passion or, like, see the passion in someone's it eyes. It makes you want to. It makes you want to be intrigued. You're intrigued. You want to see, wow, what did, what did this passion create? Right. So, I am definitely am going to give it a listen. Will it take a day? Maybe more. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, take your time. I want you to be in a space where you could really intimately digest this project. I don't want you to rush it. I don't want you to, you know, if you're on your way to class, I don't want you to force it. Like, That's what I'm saying. 30 minutes to spare, you know, the tape's 30 minutes. You feel me? Like, take some time, 30 minutes. Out What's the day. ideal space you feel like your audience should be in when digesting your tape? Hmm. Is it nighttime? Watch out, play with you. Say so you make you know, nighttime music. I, I've heard a lot, <laughs> a lot of people, you know, like, I've had a couple uh, peers tell me that I make nighttime music. And, you know, I used to take offense to it because, you know, people... What's be like, wrong with that? We want you to turn up. Oh, we need some crank. Oh, we need some trap. But it's just like, if it's not me, it's not it's me. It's not me. You, you know, I don't want to force it. And especially <laughs> if the beat's not, like, like getting that out of me, like, I can't help it. But right. I feel like... I Honestly, I feel like I make music for any time of the day. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, maybe the stars and the, the sky at night might make you want to listen to me more or whatnot, but I feel like, you know, you could roll a J. Uh-huh. And be on your way. Yeah. <laughs> not for real. You could be calling it a day. <laughs> oh, hold on. Y'all got me wanting to freestyle. Hold up, son. Let's, let's, can we get a, can we get a freestyle from Wavy Dave? Is that too much pressure? freestyle, man. Is that too pressure much? Pressure makes diamonds, All right, baby. I'm from Sierra Leone, so you know that I ain't lying. <clears throat> But half a two. Selena got to get on the. She has to get on the beat. Oh, as you got to well. start off. It's only right. You I think got, our special guest should start off. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. She wild. Don't deflect it on him. I'm a special guest. I'm on a certain quest. Uh huh. And it ain't for love. I'm searching for the things up above. Uh-huh. I seen it in the corner. She my dove. It's kind of funny because she ain't white. We on this journey, but we gonna be alright. Alright. Where did Kendrick? I might just have to save damn, but I don't know what I'm feeling now. I'm feeling like we just had a whole pod. Now we, what, four pods or two pods and peas in a pod? I don't know. We're all in one accord, though. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, T-Bag. Uh, he said I'm on a quest. I'm not talking my map quest. I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> What are you on, Waze or, or Yahoo Maps? Well, who uses MapQuest anymore? You are. You got that. Hold up, hold up. You, you got to bring out the, the paper. Though. I'm not, okay. <laughs> 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 Yo, 
you make it left on. I'm on a quest. You missed I need it. the directions. I'm kind of blessed. Uh huh. Check the vest. Clean up. Uh huh. It's time to check out. I'm done. Check, please. Think I need the check, please. Hold up. Who's that? I think they're checking for me. No, they ain't, because it's the check, please, crew. It's money two times. It's time to bid you adieu. It's time to bid you adieu. You know, it's wavy day, so I gotta stay true. Ha ha. I'm rocking kicks, and you know that they blew. I ain't talking about no Jordans. You know how we do. Hey. hey. And without further ado, it's time to go. Hey. I, I hope y'all enjoyed the show. Hey. I can't rap. Y'all know it's true. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Yo. Well, it's the gang here at Check, Please. So I think we really need the Check, Please. Oh, Wavy D, Season 2, you need the Check, Please. Check for it. Check, please. Check, 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 please. This is the crew. Check, please. I got your horn and leash.